This is the December 2020 Chicago Local Neighborhood News Summary. First, the headlines. Stop the Swamp, Save a Pond. Residents defeat proposal to vote Lakeview Precinct Dry. Dogs gone wild in Lakeview. Help badly needed for adored Streeterville couple. Hopleaf heading into hibernation. New Van Gogh exhibit coming to North Side. Pandemic inspires luxury restaurants to offer takeout. High school senior distributes warm blankets to homeless. DoorDash gives half a million dollars in grants. Stand by for additional stories on crime, politics, real estate, cultural institutions, street art, and more. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com. We're pleased to continue our alliance with Inside Publications, enabling us to provide summaries of news from their three local newspapers distributed throughout Chicago Lakefront communities including the Inside Booster, New Star, and the Skyline. This is the December 2020 podcast summary issue. Listeners will have access to the complete stories presented by picking up any of the Inside publications offered for free at various locations throughout the lakefront communities, or visit InsideOnline.com. The Lakeshore Music Studio, located in the Old Town Gold Coast area, is providing piano lessons online via Zoom or FaceTime and have found that many adults have found this to be a perfect time to begin or return to playing the piano. For information, visit lakeshoremusicstudio.com or call 312-335-8426. Stand by for a quick summary of the news after about 20 seconds of our theme, Foster Avenue Beach by Steve Solomon. Now let's take a look at the inside publication news. An attempt by some Lakeview residents to vote their precinct dry and to effectively close a local late night bar was overwhelmingly defeated by voters. The Lincoln Park Zoo has announced that they will shut down operations after this year's Zoo Lights festivities. The zoo will close to the public from January 4th to March 4th, 2021. Those who care about the long-term future of North Pond may want to join the Lincoln Park Conservancy in their effort to rehabilitate what few visitors realize is a dying ecosystem that is slowly becoming a shallow wetland swamp. Many people are surprised to learn the pond's maximum water depth is only two to three feet. The LPC says it should be more like eight feet deep. The pond's water is too warm in the summer, creating algae blooms that prevent healthy aquatic habitat, while its unstable shoreline is slowly falling into the pond, leading to sediment and pollution accumulation that's increasing its shallow depths. The Lakeview-based Town Hall 19th Police District has a few problems these days. Robberies are up 138%. Carjackings are spiking Even Alderman Tom Tunney's 44th Ward office has been burglarized. So with carjackings and robberies and burglaries on the rise, someone at CPD 
decided to have town hall tactical officers focus on dog leash ordinance enforcement at Brightwood Park. But the police department says there are some very good reasons for the dog leash crackdown. A 19-year-old autistic girl is now afraid to return to the park after being knocked to the ground by an unleashed dog. Park employees have reportedly been harassed and threatened for asking dog owners to leash their dogs. Employee cars have been damaged and dog feces have been thrown at workers. Preschool children who use Wrightwood Park are frequently knocked down and have had their playthings stolen by unleashed pets. Neighbors are unable to walk their dogs on leash because so many animals are off-leash. Community policing officers issued warnings and flyers to dog owners, citing the city's leash ordinance and directing owners to two nearby dog-friendly areas. CPD spokesperson Howard Ludwig assured Inside Publications that town hall tactical teams are still conducting missions to fight robberies, burglaries, and carjackings. The Philadelphia Roman Church of God at 1713 West Sunnyside is seeking a zoning change in order to rehab the church into a 70-unit rental apartment building. The proposal includes adding a green roof, permeable pavers, and electrical vehicle charging stations. Vince O'Malley, beloved retired Rush Street beer truck driver, is recovering from brain surgery. The Chicago Museum of Illusions at 25 East Washington is now open, claiming to house 80 astounding exhibits, including holograms and optical illusions. COVID-19 precautions are reportedly in place. The Andrew Mellon Foundation has announced Chicago Museum of Contemporary Art will receive a $2.5 million award from its Art Museum Futures Fund. As the pandemic worsens in Chicago and the state mandates closures of inside dining, luxury restaurants are relying on takeout to stay in business. Some restaurants are already providing takeout and delivery options, but others had to enter the business in their own way. Elenia, for example, known for its high prices and scarcity of reservations, provided its customers with pages of heating and assembly instructions. The menu chosen for Spiaggia at home features dishes that would travel well. While it may be tempting to offer fewer high-end specialties with takeout, Spiaggia currently offers dishes with white and black truffles. Luxury takeouts has allowed diners the chance to try these premium restaurants without a hefty price tag. After 32 years, Santorini Restaurant at Halsted and Adams Streets has closed permanently. Also Danny's Tavern, 1951 West Dickens, long a unique watering hole in Bucktown, has announced that it will shutter its doors permanently after almost 35 years of quirky service. Who could believe it's over for the farm-to-table establishment Longman and Eagle on Kedzie and Milwaukee in Logan Square? Morton Steakhouse on State Street in Newberry Plaza, a Chicago staple since 1978, the original one, now permanently, pandemically closed. Lowry's The Prime Rib will be closing at the end of December after 46 years of service. One can only wonder who the next tenant of the former McCormick Mansion will be. The coronavirus, an expiring lease, and the riots and looting over the summer all contributed to their decision to close. 
French Quiche is a friendly neighborhood cafe serving an authentic array of sandwiches, soups, flatbreads, salads, crepes, breads, sweetbreads, and quiche. Located at 2210 North Halstead, this New Orleans French Quarter clad spacious cafe is designed for effortless grab-and-go coffee, breakfast, lunch, and dinner items. Opening now, Carol Chung and Adrian Race have created the perfect spot for lasting high-quality Chinese cuisine at 1516 East Harper Court in Hyde Park. DoorDash, the restaurant meal delivery service, unveiled their list of 100 Chicago restaurants that will each receive a $5,000 winterization grant to offset costs of operating during the winter. Many are located on Chicago's north side. These grants are designed to make outdoor dining feasible in our notorious winter weather. Grants can be used towards outdoor heating equipment, additional safety materials to improve outdoor dining, bulk orders of blankets for patrons, and more. Tartans around the world lowered to half staff for the great Sean Connery dead at 90. For many Chicagoans, he'll always be the tough veteran Irish cop Jimmy Malone, chasing Al Capone across the streets of Chicago in The Untouchables. According to Inside columnist Felicia Dechter, singer-songwriter Lori Shelley was discovered in Chicago at age 19 by the award-winning film composer and songwriter Michelle Legrand, who she toured with for five years. Lori has since enjoyed a successful career as a premier vocalist in Chicago and Los Angeles. She met her now-husband Lee Montgomery in 1984, when they each were recording commercial jingles at Universal Recording Studio here in Chicago. Lee was already the singing voice for Miller Beer and appeared on The Andy Williams Show, in the Broadway production of Hair, and in the movie Nashville. In 2013, Lee suffered a major stroke requiring full-time care. But then things got worse. Last summer, Lori had emergency life-saving surgery, and she also needed someone to take care of her. The expenses of another caregiver, hospital, and doctor bills began to pile up, as did the stress. In May, Laurie had a second surgery, but will soon face a third surgery needed as a result of the second. Laurie and Lee's savings are completely depleted. They need financial help to continue Lee's caregiving. If you're looking to do any Christmas giving, a GoFundMe page called A Medical Crisis, Lee and Laurie Need Your Help, with their full names, has been set up. Visit GoFundMe.com. Michael Roper owner of Andersonville's Hopleaf Bar, plans to wait out the pandemic by closing up for a while. According to a report by inside columnist Don DeBat, home sales activity across Chicago's north side roared back to life during the summer months, easily eclipsing the results posted during the same period in 2019. Cook County Sheriff Thomas J. Dart has introduced a virtual substance abuse program they hope that having electronic tablets available for virtual support and follow-up services will aid those battling substance abuse. The future of the Weiss Memorial Hospital parking lot was made clearer when the Lincoln Park Property Company released their plans for a high-rise on the lakefront site that will include eight affordable housing units. 
A popular new exhibit is coming to the Gold Coast early next year as the U.S. premiere of the Immersive Van Gogh exhibit will be opening February 1st in the rehabbed former Germania Club at Clark Street, south of North Avenue. Thomas J. O'Gorman says Carol Marine had a quirky, pitbull-like journalistic persona that put her in perfect character to pursue people of political power in Chicago. The proof of her success can be found in the antipathy in which some true business-as-usual Chicago potentates found her so accurate and dreaded. After a sparkling career as the respected voice of moral probity, she retires to hopefully pen some volumes that will reveal some of the secrets and scandals she pursued. Also, can it be true that President-elect Joe Biden is said to be reviewing the career of Mayor Lori Lightfoot for a possible nomination as Attorney General? Alderman Matt Martin and Andre Vasquez lead discussions on the future of Northeast Ravenswood, including the fate of Bethany Methodist Retirement Community, their hospital, and their adjacent parking lots. In the near future, there may be a proposal to redevelop all or some of the Bethany lots. For more information, email info at aldermanmartin.com. Now on the crime beat. An Uber driver was carjacked at gunpoint while waiting for his passenger in Old Town. It's just one of the incidents in a month-long auto hijacking surge that has swept across the north side. An 83-year-old woman was mugged and robbed of her purse in Boys Town. A group of thieves burglarized 21 cars in two separate loop garages on one day in November, Chicago police said. As of this report, no one is in custody. The Chicago man was charged with plundering three stores during the widespread looting on August 10th. After police tracked him down using the GPS-enabled electronic monitoring bracelet he was wearing. A 65-year-old man who has 15 pending burglary cases is back in custody after police allegedly caught him burglarizing yet another residential building in Rogers Park. A shoplifting team that has repeatedly targeted the Macy's store at Water Tower Place raised the stakes by bringing baseball bats to ward off security officers during a raid on the retailer's menswear department last week. One adult and one juvenile are now charged with robbery. Two men beat a woman in the head with a handgun during a thwarted carjacking attempt in Lakeview. Several witnesses intervened in the crime, and the robbers reportedly ran into the East Alley of Sheffield toward the Belmont Red Line CTA station. Burglary charges were filed after a man was found unconscious with a bag of stolen mail. Coincidentally, the man is currently on probation for illegal possession of someone else's credit card. Prosecutors have now charged him with felony burglary, and he has been ordered held without bail for violating the terms of his probation. A man who's on parole for carjacking the Chicago Tribune's overnight crime reporter accidentally shot himself in the leg with an illegal handgun during a police stop. He's now being held without bail and will likely be headed back to jail. Prosecutors have charged a four-time felon with participating in a wild shootout this summer. 
that a judge called a straight-out gun battle that turned the Old Town streets into the OK Corral. Two men who tried to sell a PlayStation 5 via social media ended up being robbed of their red-hot new gaming device instead, according to a Chicago police report. Anyone walking by the southwest corner of Greenleaf and Clark can't help but notice the colorful new mural painted on the Honey Bear Cafe building. Titled Color Through Chaos, it was created by Chicago artists C.J. Williams and Christiane Jacques. The mural is part of the not-for-profit Rogers Park Business Alliance Vision Clark Street Master Plan. It's a sign of the time, says its creators. The mural speaks to the current state we're living in, in regard to racial injustice and the world's uncertainty around COVID-19, said the artists. The Cardinal ordered three new auxiliary bishops last week to assist him closely with the operation of the Archdiocese and to share the pastoral responsibilities in such a very large portion of the Catholic Church. The final stage of the Ravenswood Metro Station construction between Leland and Lawrence will take place for the next 18 months. With water now leaking into the Chicago History Museum's basement, Work on the building's plaza could start in the spring of 2021 and be completed by October 2021. When Joseph Krush was looking for a service project in order to graduate from high school, he didn't need to look far. Near to his school was a homeless encampment, and Krush came up with an idea, a blanket drive. So Krush started collecting blankets with the goal of filling up his car. He sought donations on social media. He received a lot of assistance at his job at a fruit market. His teachers also brought in blankets, and when he had about 80 or more, he added valued supplies such as water, Powerade, nutrient bars, and graham crackers to his list. Krish went to the homeless tent city, and like Santa, he dropped off his thoughtful gifts. But wait, this inspiring story doesn't just end yet. There's more you should know about Joseph. He's graduating after facing some not-so-little challenges. He'll be 21 years old on December 18th, and graduation is something he was not sure he'd ever experience. A few years ago, when he was in his senior year, he dropped out of high school after facing some hardships. After moving away, then returning to Chicago, he decided to go back to school and got into Pathways, which is an alternative school for students who work full-time. Yet in the midst of that, Kirsch was diagnosed with bladder cancer. In September, he had surgery at Swedish Covenant Hospital for a low-grade malignant tumor. He said, I feel blessed and I have purpose in my life. I don't know what it is yet. I'm trying to better myself and look forward to a brighter future. This is Reno Lovis, an executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, reminding you to please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast to be informed when new Chicago-related content is added. Keep in mind that RenoWeb.net provides video production services and during the stay-at-home period has helped a number of clients by editing video they've produced themselves and creating other social media, audio, and visual content, including animations and animated GIFs. To learn more, visit RenoWeb.net. If you're a beginning piano student or former student looking to rekindle your love of music, the Lakeshore Music Studio is providing online piano lessons for all ages. 
For more information, visit lakeshoremusicstudio.com. Please get the facts about COVID-19 from a reliable source. And to be safe, simply wear a mask, keep a reasonable distance away from others, stay home as much as possible, and wash your hands frequently. Thank you to Inside Publications for partnering with us to provide this summary of Chicago Neighborhood News extracted from the November 2020 issues of the Inside Booster, News Star, and Skyline newspapers. Get the complete facts about each of the stories presented and more by picking up a free copy of Inside Booster, News Star, or the Skyline. Go to InsideOnline.com to find a distributor near you or to subscribe to the newspaper's online edition. Hey, thanks to Steve Solomon for the use of Foster Avenue Beach as our theme song. That's okay.